Good morning. It's a beautiful sunny in the old Pueblo. You're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to speak with Zoe Ray. She's the co-owner of Cirque Roots, and she's also a fire performer. We're going to discuss Tucson's commitment to the circus arts and the passion which draws fire dancers together. Today is April 16th, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, we focus on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. We're also available on your iPhone or Android by using our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And of course, you can interact with us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want more information about our show, our book, maybe listen to some past episodes or just contact us to, to let us know what's going on in the world, head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org. And of course, you can listen to our podcast, which is on platforms like Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, all them cool places like that. Well, today's uh, show is a little bit about uh, planning your weekend uh, um, at the end of the month, because I want to talk to you very briefly about a cool thing I get to do on April 29th. It's not in the urban core, but it's an a opportunity to host Keep Tucson Sketchy, which is a sketch comedy show. They've been doing this for years. This is their ninth episode. I spent a lot of time putting together really good comedy sketches. We've seen them several times down at the screening room. This one's actually taking place at the Unscrewed Theater. It's on the 29th at 9 p.m., and the only reason I bring it up is because they asked me to host, and I think that's so cool. So I'm going to go out there and uh, try my uh, five-minute monologue, try to be a little funny out there, and hopefully don't uh, don't stink up the place too much. You can get more details on uh, the Keep Tucson Sketchy website or head over to our Facebook page, and we'll uh, connect you with uh, all the details. But before you see us on Friday the 28th, you're going to want to go over to Sky Bar and hang out with uh, Zoe Ray and her fire dancers we had a chance to uh, talk with her. She's a co-owner of Cirque Roots, and uh, she's really been passionate about this for years, so we thought I'd get a little insight into the circus uh, element that we have here in Tucson and find out more about this event on the 28th at uh, Sky Bar. Zoe, so I think you're the first person that um, plays with fire that we've had on the show. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm a pyro. I've been dancing with fire uh, for about... 12, 13 years now. Okay. Um, and, and just to be clear, this is like in a controlled environment. This isn't yeah. like some kind of you burning things down and dancing around. No, like, I, I use uh, martial flow arts props. I started out with fire hooping and then have progressed into uh, fire fans, rope dart, uh, zip poi. And there's a bunch of other smaller props out there. So I, I kind of do it all. Well, none of those words make any sense. To me. So <laughs> we'll, we might, we might dig a little bit deeper into this, but I want to have you on the show for a few reasons. One is you do this really cool event, which we're going to talk about. Uh, it's a monthly event where you get out there and show the public some fantastic dance moves with your uh, fire. Uh, you make fire dance, I think is what you said. Yeah, we, it's fire dancing. Um, really, I'm part of a fire troupe too. Um, so I get to perform with some other beautiful people um, and be creative. And uh, that 
crew I am with, and I'm also a co-owner, co-owner of is Cirque Roots. Uh, we are a downtown studio and circus production company um, over off of Maine uh, near Dunbar. Mm-hmm. 901 North 13th Ave. We're part of the Splinter Collective and we have a studio in there. And we've been open for 13 years. Um, I actually run the business with two other women, um, Brittany and Stephanie. And yeah, we have been thriving. We made it through the pandemic. We've changed like a lot of other um, dance yoga studios. So how did you how did you get involved with Cir- is it Cirque Root? Cirque Roots. Cirque Roots. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. How, how did you get involved with them then 13 years ago? What was what was happening in your life that you said, hey, I want to go join these other women and create a a, uh, a performance uh, environment? Yeah. Um, so I'm bo- I was um, I'm from here. I'm born and raised in Tucson. Uh, I went to L.A. to pursue a um, career in film and I had a hard time meeting people. So I got into hula hooping. Um, there was a meetup in the park and, um, a friend of mine was like, Oh, you should come. It's really great atmosphere, really nice people. Um, and then you're outside. And so I did that and I met a ton of wonderful, nice people. Um, and it was a great way to get in shape, move. I love to dance. So um, that was a nice combination that I could kind of bring all of that mm-hmm. together. And then I moved back to Tucson about... How was the hula hoop scene in Tucson at that point? Um, actually pretty minimal, <laughs> okay. but actually, I, I came across um, a few people who were like, oh, I know someone who hula hoops. You should meet up. And so I eventually started my own group, meetup group at Himmel Park um, every Sunday at 11 and did a hooping in the park. Mm-hmm. And I did that for about three years. And over that time, I met a bunch of other hula hoop performers and eventually were like, oh, like LED hula hoops had just come out. And okay. that was like, 2009, I believe, okay. 2000, between seven, 2007, 2009. And we were, were like, well, we should start a hula hoop troupe with our LED hoops. Um, and we became the opening act to a group called Elemental Artistry, who was a fire troupe in Tucson. And um, some of those um, women were in our group and they had a gig at Sky Bar Um, and usually they would throw bigger events over, um, like the summer solstice, winter solstice, autumn equinox. Um, and we would do, they would invite an umbrella of performers, um, acro yogis and led hula hoopers and then fire performers and live music. And we would all perform there. And then fast forward two years later, um, Steve and I at Solar Culture was like, hey, I have this space um, over here on Tool. And um, I think a circus studio would be great there. And so we all were like, we had saved. What was that space? Um, it's actually where Kinetic Arts was. Okay. And they are now moving over to the old Movement Culture Center. So, um, yeah, that space over there is changing a bunch. But, um, yeah, we were over there for about... Um, almost four years until we moved into a new location, um, over at the splinter collective warehouse. And now we're on our 13th year total. Wow. And it just amazes me how these things evolve over time. Like you know, 15 years ago, if you just said, Hey, you're going to be 
doing uh, fire dancing in, in Tucson. You'd be like, nope, I'm, that's not me. That's not <laughs> well, me. even just LED hula hooping, you think that's, it's like the silliest thing you could think of. Um, but it really attracted a lot of um, new friendships and community that I definitely wouldn't have met any other way. It's very interesting. I, I was watching a television show and uh, one of the characters, it's I'm not going to go into the whole detail of it, but he ends up at this club um, seeking his um, uh, a, a girlfriend that he had just broken up with, but they're trying to get back together. And there's this whole scene where they don't talk but they're just start dancing together. And then there's like this hula hooping and I'm like, man, I should learn how to hula hoop. Cause that's really cool. Yeah. Like it just starts doing that in this club and uh, it, it, it goes from there. But I was like, but, so now I know that uh, hula hooping is a thing. I don't think I'm going to hula hoop, but it was uh, interesting. I mean, circus arts in general attracts and, and creates a, a, a new kind of view. Um, a lot of people get into it because they are seeking something a little alternative. Um, maybe they don't want to do the same traditional type of workout, but it also usually involves a community of people. Mm -hmm. um, and for us, choreography, group performances at Circuits has always been primary. Um, so a lot of people who just come to participate end up being in our troop. We never really do tryouts. It's more like if you like to hang out with us and get weird, you can. You but it also, there's got to be a huge amount of trust between the oh, group. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You, you do some things that require, um, you know, the, your partner to do something correctly. Otherwise it, it, it not only doesn't work, but it could be dangerous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Communication is key in a lot of it, what we're doing. Um, yeah. Whether it's fire or acrobatics, um, and even just like having good boundaries, you know, in this kind of age we're in, it's all about consent. And so building new relationships, um, from scratch is a lot of what happens. So the, the, uh, Cirque Roots that has all kinds of different disciplines mm -hmm. involved with it. You're primarily focused on the fire dancing side. Yeah, well, we don't necessarily have a lot of fire classes. So we're usually, you know, before you play with fire, you should be actually practicing with your prop. Um, so we have a open gym time that we call Circus Jam. Mm -hmm. And that allows people to come in, bring in their prop or try new props. But it's a lot of skill share. Um, we have a lot of people right now. Um, with staves and dragon staves. So it's been interesting watching people pick that up pretty quick. Or um, we even have a lot of people who've had marching band experience and were flag twirlers. And so we have them coming and they're just like kicking butt too. And, um, but yeah, f for me, I love fire dancing, but a passion of um, what I really love to do is stilt walking um, okay. and doing that with fire's fun or oh, stilt dance and stilt partner acrobatics is great. Um, but again, having like a team of people to do a choreography is what keeps me going forward. And, um, I think that's a lot with a lot of my, uh, my troupe is very similar. So you do different performances around town. You've got events you do. I think you're, you probably are, are hired out for events as well, but you have a standing gig. Uh, at Skybar. That is correct. Yeah. Skybar has been hosting us um, for over 20 years. And then before that was hosted, um, Elemental Artistry used to have that gig and we would perform with them every once in a while, um, like I mentioned earlier. But yeah, we um, had to take a break during the pandemic. Um, but yeah, we just started back up two months ago. And um, 
yeah, we're in the parking lot every fourth Friday. Our show's at 8.15. We do about a 20-minute fire show. Um, you'll, we have about uh, usually four to five performers and uh, a great variety um, to some music. And then we hang out afterwards, too. So um, we've also built a community of friends who usually come start their night there or in their night there, depending how their week went. <laughs> um, and then, you know, we're usually eating a slice of pizza, too. So so 815, it's on the fourth fourth Friday, which this this month will be April 28th. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, and then is there, is there a cost to, to come and attend and watch? No, it's free. And, um, Tony who runs Brooklyn pizza and sky bar, he usually has another band playing after us too. So you can also catch some free music and, um, it's really nice. The patio too, where we are, we're in the parking lot and then the patio is right there. Um, so we get a really nice ambiance of just fourth Avenue, walk-bys, mm -hmm. um, families, they, a lot of people who've never seen us before, um, will just stop and watch. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah you're a little, it's, it's a spectacle that is, is, I would imagine quite, quite impressive yeah. to see. Yeah. We love it. It's like busking. Um, so it really puts like, it's a different, you know, we can spin fire in front of each other almost all, you know, every day, but, uh, it's more exciting to do it for people. Um, and it, you know, even just watching a lot of um, my friends' performers progress in their performance, it's it's pretty inspiring just for myself as well. This idea of uh, playing around with fire and dancing with fire every day is kind of kind of interesting, uh, a little scary too. Hey, we're going to get back to the uh, interview with Zoe Ray and talk a little bit more about the history of fire dancing and some of the other things they do with Cirque Roots in just a few minutes. But first, I want to remind you that you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087 BK number 0902429 Equal Housing Opportunity All right, we're back to finish up our interview with Zoe Ray of Cirque Roots. I'll be performing on the 28th at Sky Bar in their parking lot there doing some fire dancing um, and uh, something uh, I'm, I'm interested to check it out. So uh, we'll finish up our interview here and talk a little bit more about the history and uh, some of the other things they do over at uh, Cirque Roots. Is there a history to fire dancing? It seems to me very spiritual, very um, not just, you know, it's fun to do, but there seems to be a deeper meaning to, to it. Or is that, am I yeah. just reading too oh, much into it? No, we talk about it all the time. Um, I mean, each of us have a different type of background. A lot of us have very professional jobs. Like we have a lawyer, we have a therapist, um, and we have, I mean, teachers, you know, people who are just doing their day-to-day -day jobs. And the reason why we love fire, um, that we all kind of c combined, um, spirit, we've found that it, anytime you light up, um, it's the most centered, centered grounding space you can have because you have to, it, you have to be safe, right? You don't want to burn yourself. So you're 
at the most. Or others. Or others. <laughs> definitely <laughs> not others. Um, but yeah, having that space where you're just grounded and you have to be aware of your surroundings and be present. That's uh, very, really interesting. I, was, I watched, I went to your, your website, which is uh, circroots.com, I think. Yep. And I was looking at some of the photographs and a couple of videos in there and it, it's just, it's very elegant. It's very rhythmic. It's, it's not a, it's not just like, Hey, let's, let's juggle fire. There's, there's a connection and a, and a rhythm between mm-hmm. the performers. It's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We, we used to do a lot more, um, you know, we've had more seasonal gigs. Um, they've changed a little bit after the pandemic, but, um, you know, with, uh, all the events we've ever done, um, with fire, it's been usually around solstice events, um, seasonal events, you know, Tohono Chul used to hire us over the holidays. Um, we used to do the Celtic festival and now, um, we've been slowly producing our own solstice shows over the winter. Um, you know, we keep it very generalized, but something with being outdoors with just the elements is again, a grounding experience for us, but for everyone else involved, you know, it doesn't matter what you believe in. Um, we've found that families of all ages really enjoy watching us. Yeah, combined force of messy, like being kind of um, dangerous, but safe. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there's an elegance to it as well, because you have to respect the element of fire. Yeah, it, 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 I think in watching it, what I'm impressed with is how close you interact and yet you know, there's no danger involved with it. I mean, your your proximity is close, but like the fire is not getting on any, I know I was just, just really impressed yeah. with, with how the choreography was with some of what I saw online. Yeah. Now, obviously people want to come see you. They can head up, uh, eight 15 fourth Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can learn more at your website about other events that you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, also Instagram and Facebook is okay. a great way to stay connected with us. Um, same thing as at Cirque Roots. Yeah, we are, we're really an umbrella of performers. Um, and because we have a studio, we have other people renting our studio for practice. So we'll even promote a lot of our friends shows that are going on. Cause there's, there's just so much like circus in mm-hmm. Tucson right now. I think even after the pandemic, a lot of people have moved here from other States and have brought more circus to town. So and you mean actual circus? We hear a lot of times that there's a circus in town, but it's, <laughs> oh, it's usually like a, a political or some kind of commentary, but you're talking about actual circus, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> actual circus performers. Yeah. What, what if somebody wants to get involved though? Do you, do you workshops, classes, you yeah. said memberships? Yeah, we've slowly, um, have opened back up. We have two, um, classes right now. We have an acro yoga class that happens on Mondays from six to seven. So it's like a partner acrobatics class. Um, you don't need a partner. All levels are welcome. It's a $10 drop in and we do sell class passes. And then on Thursdays we have a circus conditioning class, which is mostly body conditioning, um, lots of reps, but we try to keep it pretty silly and not take it too serious. Um, that's a $5 drop in. And then we do have two open jams going on right now. Um, our circus jams, which is again, maybe you already have a skill set of hula hooping, poi spinning. Um, you can come out and, um, just hang out with us and, um, you know, practice in the mirror or learn some new skills from, uh, someone else at the studio. And th- that happens on Mondays, um, and Thursdays as well. 
Um, and then we have one more class. That's a, what we call stretch club with Joanna. And that happens first Mondays from seven 30. Wow. Yeah. You guys have a lot. So it's, it's circuits, C-I-R- Q-U-E. Yeah. Our roots. Roots like a tree. And, and then uh, that I'm assuming all your classes and everything are, are listed on there as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we do have memberships right now. We mostly just have our key holder memberships. That's really what keeps our doors open. Um, we have a lot of aerial artists that rent our space and come in and practice on their own time. Okay. Yeah. And I, did I hear in there there's hula hoop classes in case? Uh, well, this summer we are planning to do um, announce some workshops. We're going to do probably it'll end up being like a two week series. Um, and we don't do a lot of kid programming. There's a lot of other people who do that in town. Our main focus is adults um, at play. But, you know, we never turn anyone away. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to April 28th at the Sky Bar. Um, it starts at 8.15. But is that, do you get enough crowd? Like if you get there at 8.15, will you actually be able to see or do you have a large enough crowd? Should you get there early? I mean, it's a, I, w- I recommend getting there a little bit early because um, it's nice to get a beverage and then hang out. And um, yeah, the patio does fill up pretty quick. Okay. But- I feel like everyone gets a good show because there is the way the patio is set up. um, There is a a little bit of a grade, so it's not too bad, even if you're in the back. Uh, Keep an eye on the website in case those hula hoop lessons come out. You you never know. I I may want to take you up on on that. I'll put you on the newsletter. I'll let you know. Uh, Anything else that we haven't talked about? Anything, any big events or things coming up that we should be highlighting? Not right now. Um, you know, for us, we, um, again, we, we just love, um, hanging out together and doing our own thing. And, um, a lot of my, our participants have their own gigs going on too. So it's nice to see that everyone's flourishing and being creative. Well, Zoe Ray of Cirque Roots and, uh, our, I think first fire performer on the show. (laughs) Thanks. After five and a half years, thought we'd uh, heat things up a little bit. Yeah. Pun intended. (laughs) And I look forward to seeing you on the 28th and uh, learning more about what you are all up to. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for having me. All right. Once again, Zoe Ray with Cirque Roots, one of the co-owners there and also a fire performer. We'll see her on the 28th over at Sky Bar on 4th Avenue. Well, my name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar and Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902. 429 equal housing opportunity All right and once again a huge thank you to Zoe Ray of Circuits uh coming into the uh the studio there at the Tucson Gallery uh, as you as you know um uh, we have a studio set up there cuz each each week, I, I say, as you know, I, I, I hope you know, but if you don't know, uh, every week we have a Meet the Artist event down at the Tucson Gallery, and we record a, 
a podcast. It's, it's a separate one from Life Along the Streetcar. It's actually called Meet the Artist, and uh, it's available on the Tucson Gallery's website, tucsongallery.com. Um, it's also on, on Spotify, and it'll be on a few other platforms soon. And we're building out a really nice collection of uh, the stories from our from our local artists. But we have that studio set up there, so now if, uh, if I need to uh, interview someone and we don't want to do it by phone and want to meet uh, somewhere central downtown seems to work for a lot of people, then we uh, we get to use that studio as well. Uh, but it's uh, Tucson Gallery. It's inside the proper shop, so you can always stop by, open Thursday through Sunday, and, and check it out. Uh, and if you had any more information or wanted to learn more, just go over to the website, tucsongallery.com. Well, we are kind of coming into the home stretch here of the show, but you're going to want to stay tuned uh, for words and work coming up here at the bottom of the hour. We've got Ted Przelski, uh, who interviews writers and others from the labor movement. And, um, and then he's followed by Ty Logan at the top of the hour. And then we get back into some, some music for the rest of the day. And then remember, uh, starting with Paleo Dave, Monday mornings, 7 a.m., your rock mix starts up again, and uh, we'll run through Saturday. All the details and uh, shows, all the volunteer DJs and their their um, their histories and why they do what they do. You can find them all at downtownradio.org. And if you head over there, you'll probably find something you like. You might find something you don't even know about. And that's where I find the most excitement with this station is I listen to a lot of different types of music that I wouldn't normally listen to. Uh, honestly, some of it I'm not a big fan of, but at least I, I've been exposed to it. And I've, I've listened to stuff that I just didn't think I would like, and I really enjoy it. Uh, and a lot of it's to do with the music, but also the curation by our, um, by our DJs. They just do such a great job of putting together thoughtful shows. And um, yeah, I mean, just, it's a couple hours of, of their time. In some cases, they, they might do multiple shows. Um, but it's hours of preparation each week, and I'm, I'm so appreciative uh, for them for doing that and exposing me to uh, some more work. And speaking of putting together quality shows, we hope we do that for you here on Life Along the Streetcar. We've had a good run of uh, great topics as we're rolling into, uh, you know, the second quarter here of, um, uh, you know, we're in the second quarter of 2023 already. It's amazing. Uh, next week, we've got on the show um, uh, a young lady from Costa Rica. She came here um, from uh, Costa Rica via many other states as part of the music program at the U of A. Uh, she's a, a violinist. She's also studying um, a lot of other um, really fun things at the university to, to expand on that musical knowledge. Uh, her name is Sarah. She'll be our guest. Just kind of want to get a feel for what it was like, uh, how she got to Tucson. It's a fun story. And then what she's been experiencing since she's been here from really an outsider's perspective and and uh, the programs that the university have to welcome in students from abroad. So we got a, a wide-ranging set of topics um, but a great interview, and we'll have that for you next Friday. And if there's something you think we should be covering, you know, you're, you're listening to this show, uh, you know, you listen to the podcast maybe, and you've got some ideas about some hyper-local topics, things that happen from A Mountain to the University of Arizona, uh, hit us up, Instagram, Facebook, tag us in those things. It's Life Along the Streetcar, easy for us to find. Uh, we just hit 1,000 followers on Instagram, so super excited about that, although as much talking as I'm doing today, we'll probably end up dropping a few of those, but anyway. Uh, head over to our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org. There's a contact button there, and you can also learn about the show's history and maybe some past past episodes there. Well, our, our guest today, Zoe Ray, she is a performer with fire and uh, found some, uh, some fire music from Runfell. Uh, it's from an album, uh, I believe I'm pronouncing it right, uh, Vongheimer. 
but the song is called Fire Dancer. I hope you have a great week and tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. <laughs>